Mike. Yes. What's going on, man? Not much. Feeling good? I am always. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, man. So let's just jump right into the show. And today I want to talk about what I call the DC problem. For all these years now, we've been watching DC put out their movies. And it's been, let's just say, spotty to say the least. Because with the recent news that Michael Keaton might be coming back Uh to play Batman, I just decided, I'm like, listen, this is kind of absurd. I know people are liking it. But I'm like, listen, we we haven't even had Pattinson play Batman yet. Mm-hmm. And why we're already thinking about Keaton. And I've already heard a rumor that they want to try to get Bale to come back. <laughs> and, and I'm like, all right, now, now we're getting to the point of just beyond ridiculousness. So with that, uh-huh. I want to take this time and not spend too much, but go through each DC movie and kind of look at each film and say, Okay, well, this is where they kind of they had a plan and they know what's going on. Uh-huh. And then there are other times when you're just like, "What the hell is this? This is a mess. This makes no sense. It's a joke." Oh yeah, yeah. okay. Because that's how spotty they've been. Well, yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I root for them. You know, I want them to do good, but you know, they mess it up. I think I know why, and we can talk about yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's like I always say, they have the biggest superheroes, but they just don't know how to deal with it sometimes. Yeah, like everyone talks about Iron Man, and everyone loves Iron Man and Thor and Captain America. I love those guys, uh-huh. but they are not Superman. And Batman and Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. They're just not. Those guys are on another class level of just notoriety. Yeah, yeah. No, they've, you know, they're like the originals. Of course. Yeah, yeah. the OGs. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start off with the very first one that broke out the DCEU, the DC Expanded Universe. Uh-huh. 2013, Man of Steel, Henry uh-huh. Cavill. What is your general impression of that film? I liked it. I liked it. I liked that movie a lot, actually, when it came out. I know a lot of people. I know a lot of Superman fans hate that movie. Yes, weirdly. Well, you know, I guess if they're fans of the comic book, you know, he's murdering people at the end of that movie and he's like destroying the. Uh, but uh, look the, why though? See, people people always say that. I'm glad you brought that up. They uh-huh. always say that. Uh-huh. But look at the circumstance that they put him in of why he had to do the things he did. That's why I think it's such a it's a it's a bit of a flawed Superman. Right. Well, it's that's how it would be. You know, if if you know they were trying to when they made that movie, they actually brought Christopher Nolan on. As like a consultant. Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, because they wanted to do the same thing they kind of did with Batman, where they, you know, grounded it in reality as right. much as Gritty, they could. You know. And, and, you know, I like that movie. You know, I, I love I, it. I understand why people don't like it, mm-hmm. but I thought it was really good. And I like him as Superman. I, I'm, I don't like the way. He plays him sometimes. He's kind of like a sad sap Superman. Like emo Superman he, a little bit? I don't know. You know, not, I don't know about emo, <laughs> but he, uh, you know, it's like a burden. Everything he does is a burden. He's not heroic, you know, in those movies. Yeah. But I like that movie. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't have that comic book fan thing. Mm-hmm. So I can look at it, I feel more objectively. I agree. I'm the same way where I have a knowledge of the comic books. I enjoyed the comic books, but I'm not like a hardcore comic person. Right. Where I can kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit more lenient right. with the lore. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I understand why people don't like it. You know That's what I mean? Zack Snyder probably too. I, I like Zack Snyder. Me too. I, I mean, like, he's not the best or anything, but he's another one I really root for. And that's, you know, the this whole DC thing, he was supposed to, that was his thing and his plan. They put him in charge. He was basically like the Kevin Feige of the DC universe Absolutely. and directing movies. You know what I mean? Like not just being in charge of the whole thing, true, but uh, also making the movies. And his plan was to follow. He had a plan for this from what I understand. Yeah, no, you know, you're things right. I've, things I've read. And he wanted to do a Superman sequel. 
which led into Batman and and Superman, which led into like a two part Justice League movie. And I'm not sure where they were fitting in, right? Like the, the Wonder Batman. Woman's and all those into that whole thing. But that was like his grand plan. And Warner Brothers, you know, just they jumped in. They panicked again. They're 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 playing catch up to the Marvel, you know, thing. Absolutely. They're 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 you know almost ten years behind them. Yeah. There were like ten movies behind them. And they should have just took their time, you know, but they they really wanted to get in on it, get it, get in on it while it was hot, which it still is, you know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, they rushed it. They absolutely did. They panicked and they took control over. And I, I hate that. I don't care who the director is, whether how much I like them or dislike them. Well, maybe you know, mostly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but if a studio, I don't, you know, just let them do their work. You know, you hired them to do something. If they don't want, if they want to jump in and play like you know movie by committee they should just hire like a hack director don't don't hire somebody they want that the has name a- they always want the name for the public yeah that's yeah. part of it but okay so i think we agree on that one man's mm. deal was a solid movie it was mm. a nice like you know they say climbing up the mountain really building towards something you're like wow dc's really yeah. got something going mm-hmm. and then what do we see three years later uh-huh with, and right from man of steel batman versus superman dawn of justice and you're thinking Okay, awesome. You're going to get a Batman versus Superman yeah. movie, and you're going to see Ben Affleck be Batman. And I know people are divisive on that. Uh-huh. I'm not going to turn this into a Ben Affleck thing. But you're like, but people were people were excited when they announced that. I remember people at Comic-Con flipping out. Yeah. Batman versus Superman, oh my God. Uh-huh. Okay, so it comes out, and it's, at, at best, it's mediocre, and at worst, people absolutely hate that movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I. it is bad. But again, I think this is like a case of studio interference. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think, you know, it, it's a shop. The movie's a mess. It, yeah. I heard there's an ultimate edition. That yeah, I, I never watched it. it. I've, I've never, never seen went, it either. Yeah, no, I heard I it adds like another like 20, 30 minutes that yeah. adds more story stuff. I'm sure was, you could just yeah. find like what the extra scenes were and stuff like that. On to YouTube. Save, yeah, yeah to save the time or whatever. Is it really that movie really worth watching again? I've only seen it once. Me and, too. And, and I, I went to the movies it. to see it. Me too. I went to the movies. Yeah. I was so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah. damn it, this is hype!" Yeah. Even though I knew the reviews weren't good. Yeah, no, it was it was looking bad for for a minute. It was a lot of like sixes and sevens. You're like, it's not mm-hmm. that great. I'm like, yo, after all this hype, all this talk, and mm-hmm. it's Batman and Superman, and it just was a mess. And people flip out about the Martha thing, which again, yeah, I mean, didn't bother me. I thought it was a nice little fun, yeah, stupid it, coincidence. It's just, a, it's you know. It's one of those scenes that was able to be like turned into a yeah. meme. Why'd you say that name? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of bad things in that movie, but I like the I, again, like I, I like Cavill as Superman, He's and awesome. he, you know, I feel like they can do Superman more justice if they wanted to, so yeah, see what you did and still keep him, and still keep him at cast as Superman. You know what I mean? I think that yeah, it's just the way they had him play it. You know. Um, and I liked Ben Affleck as Batman a lot. You know, I don't care. I, again, there's me not having like that fan, you know, that connection to comic books. I don't care if Batman kills people. Me, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't bother me as much as long as you don't ruin the better. character. If you want to expand on it, yeah. Michael fine. Keaton's Batman murdered mad people uh, in I, both I, movies. I haven't seen those movies in so long. Oh, did did he really? Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. So then people, I think people are just so sensitive these days, but, but with that said, even though we agree that the movie's not a disaster, but it's also mm. not good. This is, I think this is the turning point of where it went wrong. Mm-hmm. I think this is where it's like, and that's not to say that it just went off a cliff, uh-huh. but this is the starting point. Cause they say when things go bad, you have to look at when it started to go bad. And then mm-hmm. when there's a trend of it going bad, uh-huh. this is the start right here of like, okay, you rushed it. You put out a mediocre movie with Batman and Superman. You uh-huh. tried to do a bunch of things and it didn't really work, but you could still rebound. Uh-huh. 
So they tried to rebound. The movie still made $900 million oh, oh, worldwide. Off the name. You know. My parents wanted to go. They wanted to see Batman or Superman. That's for yeah. that reason, you know. It wasn't like a, a financial loss or anything. A lot of people think it was like a major. Oh, it's, no. It is a bomb, but it wasn't like. It's it, critically hated. That's why they think. Well, it, yeah, but, yeah. But, you know, I think Warner Brothers, they thought it was a sure shot billion dollar movie. I think, oh, they, they probably wrote it down as a, yeah, yeah, no question. But again, I think they got involved and kind of messed up his thing a little bit, you know? They did. There's no question. Yeah. So we talk about that's the start of the downturn. Mm-hmm. And then what happens uh, six months later in August? Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad comes out. We're now going to give you a villain movie. We went from the two yeah. heroes fighting to now the villains will be a thing. Yeah. Very Guardians of the Galaxy-ish kind of thing. I think they were. Yeah, yeah. Through. They even had the trailer with like the old classic rock music in it and stuff. Which Snyder is also known for. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, his, I know his... he didn't direct it, but I'm saying that's his thing. Yeah. Yeah. But they were trying more so to cash in on the Guardians of the Galaxy, like the vibes of that whole Absolutely. thing. Because that trailer was great. It was. With, with those songs and stuff. Did you like Suicide? That's the question. Did you like Suicide? I gotta be honest. I've never seen all of it. You've not seen. Oh, okay. I, 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 I liked. I liked the idea of like yeah. a, a villain movie or whatever. You know, and and, and again, it made like eight hundred million dollars worldwide. So this is. Oh not, yeah, it made money. Still, they they did they didn't have any financial losses yet, but they weren't making the money they were hoping for. Right, and they heard the like the chattering of like these movies are not that great, and everyone loved Mar. Everyone said Margot Robbie was good, Will Smith was mm-hmm. solid, you know, it, pretty good cast. Mm-hmm. But it just, I I've seen the whole movie. I've only watched it once. It is a sloppy, choppy. I don't think it's a terrible uh, again, movie, but it's just it is again sloppy and just a mess of stuff and just. Yeah. Again, I, 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 there's stories. I'm sure anybody who wants to look and find them of uh, Warner Brothers interfering with that. I think I forget they that. absolutely did. What was the director's name? David Ayer. Dar- David Ayer. That's right. I like David Ayer too. Yeah, he's solid. And um, I think you know you can tell. From- it's just you can tell there's just so many ideas that are being thrown at the screen with a lot of that. That's the thing with a lot of these movies. There's so many ideas being like thrown at the screen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, that's why it's a mess. The director, the editors, like the right, like everyone is like trying to get their say in. Mm-hmm. And that's when it just doesn't turn out. You can tell. It's, it's just the studio like panicking again. They, they don't like the movie for whatever reason. They re-edited it and stuff oh. like that. I've heard that movie was edited so many times. That's what I'm saying. It was just, uh, uh, that's why it's a mess. It's been yeah. chopped to pieces. And hey, listen, maybe I'm being too lenient with these movies, even mm-hmm. though I'm calling it the DC problem. Uh-huh. But I, again, I don't hate this. I don't think that movie is like garbage awful. I don't think it's like the worst thing you could watch. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was decent. I, I was When I saw it, I, I was entertained. Yeah. I knew it wasn't great. It wasn't like one of the mm-hmm. best Marvel movies right, compar- right. comparison, but I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. But... See, that's where I think they people started seeing the trend now of like, oh, I'm assuming wasn't Batman Superman wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad wasn't good. But then good. what's next? Wonder next, Woman? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So Wonder Woman comes was out a, a year later. Mega hit. Mega hit. Critically Crit- and fans loved Crit- it. Fans loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, see, this is where DC again, they kind of did the opposite thing where they're like, okay, we're gonna focus the marketing and mm-hmm. we're gonna focus the message and we're gonna make sure people understand like what this movie is. I think that was the mess with the yeah. previous two movies. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a good movie. It was definitely you, better. Like Wonder than- Woman? Yeah, it was a good movie, real I, good movie. I always say I liked it more than because that year it was all about Captain Marvel versus Wonder Woman, the Marvel DC thing, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed Wonder Woman way more than Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even watch Captain Marvel. Uh, it was not. I, I don't need Marvel. to see it. Yeah, you don't exactly. You don't need to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you so Wonder Woman, uh, well directed. Patty Jenkins did a good job. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well directed, mm-hmm. well shot. I think Gal Gadot is yeah. is terrific. You should get Patty Jenkins to direct a Star Wars movie. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. 
She's a, she's very much like people say this. It's kind of like a you know common tr- thing to say, but she's got like a steady hand. Behind it. You feel like she's confident. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she's, she makes the right yeah. moves. Like she doesn't try to like be mm. over the top with things. She yeah, no, she them. she can handle a a big Holly a mega Hollywood production. Yeah. And she's doing the second one, yeah. nineteen eighty four. Yeah, and if it reason, ever comes out, if it yeah, if yeah. it ever comes out, yeah. and then there's already been talk of like, oh, she'll do the third one also, if and when the third one does come out. Because well, I'm trilogy. sure they'll keep that money train going. Why Warner not? Brothers won't, you know. Yeah. So, Unless the next one bombs. Well, that was well. I don't. Yeah. I don't think. Well, with everything going on now, you yeah. Don't, yeah, we just don't know. Yeah. So okay. So again, now see the inconsistency. Back up the mountain with uh-huh. Wonder Woman. Everyone loved it. But then what happens later in the year? Justice League comes out. Right. <laughs> they got to bring the heroes together. Right. So now we're one, two, three, four. We're at the fifth movie in this timeline, mm-hmm. and now we're already doing a Justice League movie. Yeah. Again, it's the the whole thing is connected to Warner Brothers just dying to catch up. You know, by then, the Avengers had already, I think, both Avengers movies, first two. Uh, I believe the first, yeah, you're right. This was 2017, so I believe yeah, Ultron, the, f- the second one, had come out. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yes. So, so they're like, oh, we're already so far behind. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and again, Snyder had a big vision, which everybody, you know, people know about, you know, the Snyder cut or yes. whatever. That's been, you know, rumors forever. But, and of course... You know, there was a he had a tragedy. Yes, I'll say that you know the personal tragedy of his mm-hmm. daughter, you know, passing away. So that's why I give this movie a little bit more slack, right? Because they had to bring in Joss Whedon and they made it a little bit more silly, yeah, fun, which no, was his, you know, which I'm fine with. He had a like a four hour thing, you know, that was going to be divided into two parts or whatever. Yep. And you know, I again, I guess the the villain's name is Dark Seed or whatever, and he was yeah, Dark Dark, dark Side, yeah, Dark Side, Dark Side, and he, you know, that was supposed to be his thing. The the main villain yeah, of the like whole Thanos. thing. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, and I've heard, I've heard comic people say that's basically what he is, the yeah. Thanos of uh, the DC yeah, universe. The be all end all. So, you know, they the studio's like, we don't have time to, or the money, Batman versus Superman didn't do what we hoped for. Mm-hmm. Let's just rush this thing out. Plus, you know, Snyder left and, um, what the heck's his Joss name? Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon came and took over, which you can clearly scenes, see which scenes were directed a little, by. A little more lighthearted, a little yeah. more silly, jokey, which I'm fine with. You know, yeah. Not everything has to be, I know DC likes to do the darker thing, mm-hmm. but not everything has to be so dark all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it can be, you know, in between. But one of the other biggest problems with Justice League, other than it being like bloated over top and the stupid CG. Jesse villain, Eisenberg. Jesse, yeah, he was not great. Jesse Eisenberg was, a, was rough. Yeah. The, the CG, what was the villain? It was, um, it was just um, Steppenwolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Again, horrible. I usually don't criticize the CGI too much for these movies, but that one was, he looked like a big plastic figurine. Yeah. I was like, I don't buy this. It looks weird. Because that wasn't supposed to be him, or, you know, from what I understand. They wanted that to be Darkseed. Well, that's why they planted they planted that in the post credit scene. They planted the, no pun intended. They planted the seed for that with, with the Jesse Eisenberg kind of hinting at it at oh, the end okay. of the movie. So they, he was going Steppenwolf was gonna be like the setup for Dark Side was gonna be like the end the end. Yes, yes, no yes. Pun, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's that was gonna be the thing, but yeah. yeah, another again just bloated movie. I don't again. I don't think it's a disaster. I don't think it's a complete yeah. horrible. Garbage it's only like two movie. hours long. Yeah, but it still felt bloated because there's all these heroes that they were trying to squeeze in, mm-hmm. and that was the problem too. There, there, we had never seen the Flash before uh-huh. the movie, and we never seen Cyborg. Right. And they were throwing all these heroes at the screen, and we had barely even seen Wonder Woman. Aquaman came out by then, right? You know, no, that's the thing. Aquaman was the next movie. Oh, okay. So we hadn't even seen him. Yeah, right, right. And the way they were introduced in Batman versus Superman was so like laughable. Yeah, it was you just know like, what I mean? here's a 30 second scene of like. When he comes out like swimming and stuff. Yeah, and, and he's like, like doing the trident thing. Yes. And I'm like, ugh. 
Yeah, it's, it's I, I was like embarrassed. I felt embarrassed. You ever watch something in the movies and yeah. you kind of feel embarrassed <laughs> for yeah. the, I don't know what for for either the people saying it or for, for, or me for being there. And it was weird because it just it was sloppy. That's why people say yeah. these movies are sloppy. They don't come off as like pre-planned and they're just messy. No, they're just trying anything. They're throwing anything at the wall to see what sticks. <sighs> You know, and, and another problem is, you know, I guess this is after in your timeline here, mm-hmm. but like Ben Affleck just being fed up and leaving the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he had, again, another guy who had some personal issues and said he admitted he couldn't continue. He was going to try to write the next Batman, the solo Batman movie. But he right, right. He admit, I'll give him credit. He admitted he couldn't do I it. I would have, he's, I think he's a good director. I would have, I was kind of excited to see like excited. what he could do with a Batman Me too. movie. I agree. And I like the way he, he was Batman in, uh, you know, in the other movie, the killing people. I know. Hey, I enjoyed it. It was fun. So again, the inconsistency of DC. So everyone dookie down Justice League. They didn't like it. And then Aquaman comes out. And I'll tell you the truth. Before uh-huh. Aquaman came out, I was coming off of like the down of the Justice League. And I'm like, another DC movie. Who cares about Aquaman? I, I didn't even like the trailers. Usually I get hyped for the trailers of the uh-huh. movies. And then I end up seeing what the realization it, it is of the movie. It looked like Lord of the Rings in the ocean. Uh, yeah, I thought it looked so dumb, uh-huh. so over the top, so absurd. I'm like, I don't care about this. This looks stupid. I might not even go see this, I said to myself. Uh-huh. And then the reviews came out. And people were like, Aquaman is a good, fun, solid, yeah. James Wan, yes, you that's, know, popcorn fun movie. That's what it is. You and said I'm like, it right there. All right, I got sold on the reviews. Uh-huh. I'm like, all right, I'll go check this out. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you, I enjoyed Aquaman. Yeah. It was good. It yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was fun. That Jason Momoa is like charming. It's a silly, absurd, ridiculous movie. Uh-huh. But I think considering what Aquaman is and what it can be by today's standards, uh-huh. that was the best it could be. Yeah, no, no. It's it, you said it right, right off the bat. The first thing is James James Wan. James Wan, man, he's a good director. Another guy, he steady behind the movies. camera. Yeah, absolutely. I like this. I like he he makes good movies, you know. And I like that he he. T- I think he did the third Star Trek movie also. Yes, he did. Okay. Look at the worst one, actually. Yeah, you think that I didn't see it, but I heard it was good. You know, but I, I didn't like... like it. Beyond, it's oh, called okay. Beyond the third one. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, the first two are better. Okay, it's the worst okay. started, but it's not a horrible movie. It's just not as good as the first. Okay, one. so well, I like him as a director, anyway. I love him. Um, so that's I think that's the number one thing. That's what I thought. Okay, maybe it'll work. Right. I thought it was like the closest thing to one of those big Marvel movies. Absolutely. In tone, just crazy of. CGI yeah. over the top. And, Mo- and Jason Momoa is really good. You know, this guy's—he's a charismatic guy and yeah. stuff. And and you root for him in the movie. Yeah, yeah. He's no, a, it's yeah. a he's a he's a star. Like people like him and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, he's still riding a little bit of the Game of Thrones love. So he's got the fan base. Yeah, yeah, Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. People are like, oh, I want to see this guy. Yeah, he redeemed himself from the Conan remake. Oh, that's right. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. That was that bad. Awful. Oh, you saw, I didn't see it. Was it? Oh, it was awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh man. Okay, so yeah, so Aquaman was a nice surprise. Great for them. And then they follow it up with the next one uh, in 2019, Shazam. Yes. Another movie. Uh-huh. Did not know what to expect. I was uh-huh. like, I don't know anything about really much about Shazam. It's uh-huh. weird, but it might be fun. Mm-hmm. And a friend of mine said, let's go check it out and see what it's It might be fun. I was like, all right, let me yeah. see. It's getting good reviews. Uh-huh. And hey, Shazam, another one. Really solid, well-made, fun, yeah. just silly. They didn't try to take it too seriously. Yeah. It wasn't like a crazy villains and powers. And yeah, no, no. It was more of just... Neighborhood kid gets powers and let's see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. No, it was. It's obviously that's like every kid's like fantasy. Of course, especially when you're 13. Yeah, you yeah, turn yeah into a at that kid's age in the movie. Uh, I think this. You know, again, like I'm not crazy about any of these movies. You know, I've mm-hmm. seen them and I think you know they're good and I root for the DC universe. But I think this one's my favorite one out of all of them. Really, you like Shazam? That yeah, much? yeah, yeah. It is. It's because it, it's, it's different. It is. It is. It is different. I kind of if you're gonna compare it to like 
anything Marvel has. I kind of would compare it to Guardians of Galaxy. Really? Yeah, I think in tone and like fun, like banter and stuff yeah. like that. Like cor- like fun corniness, corniness, yeah. but like in a good way. Yeah, and just like, you know, a little bit of edgy humor here and there and stuff like that. And it's there's a lot of comedy. There's more comedy in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies than a lot of the other uh, Marvel movies. You know what I mean? I agree. It's it's, it's it, yeah. That's where it's kind of the silly fun. You know, otherwise otherwise it's just like one liners. Yeah, just it just general. makes the movies fun, more fun. I think. Yeah, I agree. So yeah, so Shazam was a nice, and they're gonna do a Shazam too. So yeah. you know, did made money. Did well. also Warner Brothers played it smart. They paid fifty. You know, they spent fifty million dollars on it, and, yes. and they got they you smaller know. director too. That's why I think they why they gave yeah. Him I think he money. came from a horror movie or he something. He did. Uh, he did a movie I think called Lights Out. Okay, which yeah. I liked. It was a fun, yeah. solid little movie, and the, it's the name's David F. Sandberg. Yes, yes, yes. He and did the Annabelle, one of the Annabelle he did? movies. Oh, yes, I didn't know that. I, I know think he did so. Lights Out. He did Annabelle, which mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of those movies, but okay. Okay. And yeah. then he did, and he did, I thought he brought a nice, fun tone to Shazam. Yeah, yeah. I would, I've never watched any of those horror movies, but he did a good job with that movie. Again, on a small budget. You know what else it reminds me of? Mm-hmm. It, it reminds me of just like kind of budget and like fun and still able to make a quality movie. Agreed. It's movies like Scott Pilgrim, Love which I thought movie. was excellent. Excellent. Edgar Wright, man. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. And um, Kick Ass. Really, I really love good movie. That. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I love Kick-Ass. That's another great one. Yeah, small budgets. You know, and those movies both weren't hits. Nope. Which is sad to me. They did not make a lot Especially of Especially Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim was That's really got the good. cult following now. Yeah. Or 10 years later, we're still talking about it. I literally saw an article the other day saying 10 years later, Scott Pilgrim, a movie that did not make, bombed kind of. Yeah. Didn't make any money, but mm-hmm. it's beloved. Yeah, no, I think it, I think that's a brilliant movie. It is. I agree. It's, it's, it's perfect. <laughs> I, I agree. I, I have the Blu-ray for that movie. I yeah. rarely, rarely buy the Blu-ray. I So I love that one. Good. I bet it looks good on Blu-ray. Awesome. Uh, so wrapping up this current DC timeline, I know people talk about Joker, but that's a one-off, so we won't include that. This is not, it's not part of the DCEU. See, we got to see like what that mutates into, because that's just right. like something that all of a sudden, like, they no one was saw that coming, right? So let's just so generally Warner say Brothers that it's again. A they're going to want to capitalize on. It. So what to see what they could do, and why? Why I don't understand. Like I read Michael Keaton may reprise his role as Batman. Yeah, I didn't read past that. Like the headline. No, that's that's pretty much all I heard because it's for the Flash movie because there's a time. There's oh, a timeline that's thing. right. Okay, that's why they're doing it. Okay, so we'll leave Joker out of it because that's not the DCEU. And then the final DCEU EU movie that just came out, which oh. I saw, Birds of Prey, and I and I, I won't hammer down on it because I've talked uh-huh. about it before on the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> Birds of Prey is not good. All right, we'll that is another gonna, the downturn of DC. Yeah. This constant, mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. It's constantly uh-huh. up and down. They make two good movies, they make a bad movie. They make a bad movie, they make two good movies. It's it's such a, it's such a mess. And and Margot Robbie's good in it and, and Junior yeah. Director's good, but it's just uh, such a just a mediocre movie. There's nothing special about it. Yeah. It's just... They underestimated like her, her the, I don't know. Her cachet kind of? I don't know. Harley Quinn is huge. I understand. Like people love Harley. Yeah, Quinn. no, I know. So of course, of that, course. That's what they were going. She's perfectly on. cast too. Oh, Margot. Oh, yeah. fant- Margot Robbie is fantastic. But mm-hmm. Birds of Prey is one of those DCEU movies. Mm-hmm. You put that at the bottom of the pile. Yeah. Well. And again, not like none of these movies are like horrible, awful dreck. Mm-hmm. But it's not good. Yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, I like her, so hopefully, she, you know, she got paid good on it. No, I'm sure she did. Yeah. So, in summation, we've gone through the entire DCEU EU timeline. Anything else you want to say before we uh, transition, Mike? We'll see what happens with that next Batman, because that's the real key yeah, to no, the whole is. thing, to the future of DC. Because yeah. Batman, Batman. Batman is their is their draw, you know, their main guy. Can they please make Man of Steel two also? Please make Man of Steel two. I don't know. I, if they do, I'd hope Zack Snyder. Does. I hope so too. Yeah, I doubt it though. 
And there's a, and then we're gonna do obviously gonna do the future Wonder Woman's. They're gonna do Aquaman too. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do Shazam. So they're, all these movies are gonna get sequels. Luckily, mm-hmm. all the good ones are gonna get sequels. Right. If Hollywood survives. If Hollywood survives. Yeah, there's a big asterisk there. Yeah, there is a big. I mean, it keeps getting pushed back. Yeah. Every every time we do the show, we keep talking about more movies being pushed back. Yeah. You'll be all watching right. all these movies on TV. Yeah. Oh, man, that would be rough. Man. All right. So with that, let's uh, transition over to our second topic. Let's go over to our favorite TV shows of all time, Mike. And the reason I wanted to talk about uh-huh. this is because I had just finished watching The Sopranos. All my friends all, all the time have been telling me, Eric, you got to get up on your Italian you know, mobster stuff and uh-huh. do that. Danny, you've seen, you've watched The Sopranos, obviously, right? Yeah, so Frank was telling me and Tim, mm-hmm. Tim was telling me and Danny was telling me, Eric, you got to, so I finally watched The Sopranos and I was thinking to myself, how, where, where kind of Sopranos stands in like the pantheon of the greatest TV shows of all time. And, and I know you haven't finished it, so I won't go into spoilers. Mm-hmm. And listen, I loved The Sopranos. It was fantastic. I watched the whole show in like five weeks. I binged it. I went right. crazy through it. It's a fantastic show. Yeah, But course. I just don't feel like, for me, it's like that top two, top three show ever. I right. have other shows that I actually would prefer. Is that watch. how they hyped it up to you, though? Yeah. As like, like the top two or three best. Yeah. Danny, where would you say for you? Is that like your top like two or three show of all time, or is it a little bit lower? Yeah, maybe top two or three. Yeah. Really? See, okay, that's see, that's the general belief that a lot of people have. For me, I feel like it's five, top five or top ten. Uh-huh. And not because and people say, like, oh, my God, what's wrong with the show? What's wrong with it? And I just uh-huh. feel like, we look, a lot of us know the ending. The ending is... To me, is an embarrassment. It's, right. it's a joke. It's right, horrible. Right, that yeah. quick cut. Everyone knows about it. Uh-huh. But I felt like there were just other things. And again, I won't ruin it for you, Mike. But uh-huh. Danny knows there are just some things that are just so just unanswered. There are literally people that things happen to, uh-huh. and you don't find out what happened to them. Really? Yeah. Like, uh-huh. and I'm just like, well, what happened to that guy? Why is this guy happening? Why is this? And I, and uh-huh. I also don't love a lot of the characters, and I thought it would change over time. I remember telling uh, Tim and Frank too. I was like, halfway through the show, I was like, around season three, and I'm like. Yeah, I don't love uh, Michael Imperioli's Christopher character. Oh, really? I just don't love. But I he's think... a scumbag. You're yeah, not exactly. Supposed he's a to like him. Yeah, but we like Tony though. Tony's a crazy yeah, person too. But, I mean, we, but we have a general liking of him. Yeah, Because yeah. we because we root for him. Christopher Moltisanti is like a drug addict, mm-hmm. loser, scumbag. Uh-huh. Uh, just has done horrible things, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah. just not likable. And he hits his his girlfriend like. Yeah. I'm just like I can't get behind this guy. And yeah, there's a one joke in I saw in like I don't know I'm like three and a half seasons in yeah. or halfway through the third season or whatever. Yeah, and some guy said about him he's the only guy he knows that he can smoke a cigarette in the rain without an umbrella. <laughs> okay, that's mad funny. I, I remember that. Yes, yeah. I remember that. So, and I, I, I don't like Christopher. I also don't like Paulie. I don't. I think Paulie's. A I love Paulie. See, that's people my boy. love Paulie. Danny, do you like Paulie on the show? See, I, I don't like Paul. I, no, that's my boy, he's man. Just, he's, he's just like obnoxious and very anal. He's and, loyal, man. He's loyal. No, loyal. he is. Dude, he is. I hope to God, like when I have gray hairs, that's how my gray hairs Oh, grow. you want to come through on the side? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Please. Please. Yeah, so again, and I'm not saying I hate these characters. I just uh-huh. don't love them. I think, of, of course, you know, most obvious statement in the world, James Gandolfini is amazing. Yeah. And, and Edie Falco. Yeah, is, no. is is amazing. No, like, a lot of people are amazing, including the people that you don't like. You know, that's I, oh yeah. I think their shows well acted. I just mm-hmm. don't love the characters. Yeah, yeah. Acting, I love one of the guys. I love is Silvio. Yeah, he's great. I, I love Silvio. You know who he is, Van right? Zandt. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, Bruce Springsteen. Yep, yep. I think he's great. I love his. He's got that scowl. All yeah, the time. No, he's got <laughs> the best look ever. It doesn't ever change. He's yeah. so good. Yeah, I love it. But to me, it's it's the it's the powerhouse performance of Gandolfini, of course, uh-huh. and and Edie Falco. Yeah, yeah. Carmela Soprano, like she could have easily been that whole like depressed mm-hmm. wife that just annoys her right, husband yeah, all the time. No, she puts no up she's a, a, lot a of masterful shit. performance. Yeah, yeah. yeah no I doubt. also don't like their son. 
I don't like AJ. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's little, annoying. Yeah, both the kids get annoying. Yeah, Meadow people say, oh, Meadow, Meadow. I'm like, yeah, Jamie Lynn Sigler is a beautiful woman. She's mm-hmm. great to look at, but I don't think she's her character. Is that fascinating? I find her kind of obnoxious. Yeah, they're just bratty teenagers. Yeah, bratty. Exactly, bratty teenagers. They're fine. So listen, it sounds like I'm shitting on The Sopranos. I'm uh-huh. not. I loved it. It's a great show. Uh-huh. But what I'm trying to say is I feel like it's more of a top five, top ten show. Okay. And I have other shows that I think of in my head that are the greatest of all time. Please tell so, me. So the first one, so I always pull, the, the list that me and my friends always talk about uh-huh. is um, they do the WGA, the Writers Guild, and they talk about okay. what are the best written shows. So of course, number one is The Sopranos. Really? And Tim always says, well, Sopranos is, Danny, doesn't Tim always say, number one show ever, Writers Guild, Sopranos, so it's got to be number one. So I'm like, okay. So this is from the Writers the, Guild of America? Yes. And the the, this is their own this, opinion yeah, of, of the greatest, greatest screenplay. Okay, I think that's the key oh, okay. to any great show is how obviously how well written it is. Okay, so what's next? So the show that they say is number two, which I agree with, one of my all-time favorite shows, uh-huh. Seinfeld. Okay. That is a yeah. masterfully written. I would put, I'm sorry, I'd put Seinfeld ahead of the uh, Sopranos. I know it's different because it's a yeah. comedy. Uh-huh. Danny's having a nervous breakdown right now off camera, uh-huh. everyone listening. Danny is, yeah. he's, he's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> But but again, I understand the difference between a comedy and a drama. Right. With with Sopranos, you have to like invest the time. So Seinfeld, you're just turning it on any day and watching a funny twenty minutes. Right, but you know that's all anybody has time for right. these days. Right. So what's one that you think of? Is one of your favorite greatest of all time TV shows, Mike? <laughs> I mean, it's a tough question. I'd I'd have to go way back and say, The Wonder Years. Really? Yeah. No, that was a. I literally know nothing about that show. Please uh, enlighten me. It's with um. Oh my goodness! Is Kevin Savage? Is that his name? Is it ben, uh, uh, Fred, Fred? Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Yes, I was gonna say yes. that name. I know. Yeah, it's just a growing up movie or show, you know, with like family. He's got his brother. It's just like a. I don't know. It's it has that Sandlot feel. You seen the Sandlot, right? I have not seen this. I know. I know it's the baseball. I know it's baseball. I know oh, the movie. I've not seen the Sandlot. I know. Oh my God. That's one I met. Got by me. <laughs> but in the Sandlot, in other, <laughs> do you ever see like Stand by Me? I've not seen Stand oh, By Me. <laughs> these are movies where like kids. Yeah, kids. They're, they're, it's like the adult. It's the, the the adult version of the kid reflecting back on his life, and sure. he's like narrating it and stuff. So like, it has that feel. That show, The Wonder Years, like a mm-hmm. adult. His name was uh, Kevin in the show. Okay. And um, Winnie Cooper. Everyone loved Winnie Cooper, man. She uh, she was like the girlfriend or whatever. So you'd put that up there as one of the best. I think so, but dude, I haven't seen it in a long time, and I know I had all these. It's it's never been available on like DVD, as far as I know. There's a where? It's on Hulu. Really? Oh, really? Oh, check that out on Hulu. Then. Okay. You know, they they had like all these classic songs in it, and like mm-hmm. the DVD people couldn't get like the rights from all the different artists, like all these like legendary. Oh, wow. You know, songs that you've heard, you know, in a million times, like classic songs and stuff. Okay. I'll throw another sitcom out there. Okay. All in the Family. Okay. Love All in the Family. I might be dating myself for some people who Mm -hmm. are out there listening to it, but go back and watch All in the Family. That show could Mm -hmm. not be on the air today. Archie Bunker is one of the greatest television characters of Mm -hmm. all time. That's an all-time great show. Brilliantly written. Okay. I love All in the Family. So what's a... um, People throw Mad... I have not seen Mad Men. I know people throw that out there. Yeah, I don't don't know anything about that. See, I haven't seen a lot of TV shows. You know, I'm sure as the more of these shows we do, I'm sure like things will come up yeah, and I'll be exactly like, totally I've never seen you guys. You guys will be like, what the fuck? A lot of people talk about The Wire. Never watched it all. I've seen the first two seasons. Danny, mm. you seen The Wire? You like that show? I've seen the first two seasons mm. and I'll be honest, after the second season, I was like, I can't watch any more of this. I, yeah, I, it's a good these show. Are like, I just didn't love it. These are like different TV shows to me than stuff like The Wonder Years or All in the Family. 
Yeah. You know, those are like sitcoms or something. Yeah. Like, you know, even though Wonder Years kind of like. It's a big category. That's why I'm like throwing yeah, it all These out are there. like, these things are like movies. Right. You know, just like nine hour movies. Well, the one that everyone always wants us to talk about, which I'm sure, you, of course, you know, Breaking Bad. How about that one? I've never, I've never gotten past the second episode. Really? I swear to God. Oh, man. Breaking. Yeah. I love Breaking. See, I put Break, I think I put Breaking Bad ahead of the Supremes. I heard, you know, I know people that say Breaking Bad is the greatest show ever made. I, I, I don't agree with that, but I can understand mm-hmm. why people say because it's such the genius of Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. and anyone who's watched it will know it's such a tight, contained, limited story. They didn't try to stretch it out. Uh-huh. They didn't throw more money at it. They didn't say they wanted to keep making more. Obviously, you know they that was the hope of the network, uh-huh. but they were like, no, let's just this contained. This is what mm-hmm. it's going to be. This is the story. Vince Gilligan had an idea for a story, and he stuck to it uh-huh. and just told a complete story, and that's why it feels so perfect and so so mm-hmm. complete. Yeah, yeah, and no, I, I just never it. got around to watching it. It always, especially like I said, I mentioned with Game of Thrones, when things get so hyped up, mm-hmm. I, I, it's hard for me. Like with a TV show, at least you know, like it's hard for me. I sometimes like don't want to watch it. Yeah, because it, it, you, you know, because you also got to put in the investment. That's, that's a problem too. You got to yeah. put in the investment of time. It, it's true. A lot of people love Lost. That's never one. watched. I've also never watched it. Yeah. I know I have a few friends that absolutely love love that show. Uh-huh. And I, I know it goes, but I, again, I heard it. That was a show that kind of. I heard fell it's off one of those bit. movies that, or shows that, like, was had a terrible ending that pissed everybody off. I I've seen the ending, and I'm like, that's the ending. And my yeah. friend explained to me, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I want to put my time into this. Yeah. But again, that's another one that kind of goes into that pantheon of like all time greatest shows. Yeah, I never saw. It. So f- for me, something like you know, I loved growing up. Obviously, like Fresh Prince of Bel Air oh, and, oh, that's and one of my Family Matters, where it's, you know those movies or shows were incredible. Oh, uh, uh, oh, great shows. Fresh Prince of Bel Air is one of my all time favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. How's you, that not on there? Hmm? How's the how's oh, it? Fresh it probably Prince? is on this list. I'm yeah. just, there's so there's like a hundred on here. No, oh, okay. so I'm sure it is at some point. But the other okay, so the other one that a lot of people mentioned that I I love and it did tail off toward the end, but mm-hmm. I love it. Dexter. I see. I never I I never watched it. You know, oh, I, I really never got into it, especially you know, uh, like that was on Showtime. Yes. You know, that, so. that was a reason to watch Showtime at, at the time. Is it really? Oh, I, oh that's, Dexter's awesome. It, it fell off later in the seasons, uh-huh. but that is a brilliant, awesome, incredible show. Yeah, yeah. I no. love it. That's I, I might even people are gonna flip out. Uh-huh. I might put Dexter ahead of, of Sopranos. Really? But only by like maybe like a little bit because I, 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 the week to week of me watching Dexter mm. was just so much fun. Seeing how much trouble this guy could get into. Like right. people he, don't know he was he a serial like, yeah, he was, yeah. he's a killer who only kills bad people. Right. I can get behind that. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So, the, yeah. Tim says, uh, yeah. Tim's talking? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, he says, Sopranos is the best TV show of all time. No doubt. Even the Writers Guild. Well, yeah, well, he knows. I told him we're going off the Writers Guild right now. And yeah. I, I, listen, I would not argue it's a brilliantly written show, yeah, yeah. but I have just other shows that I just prefer more. Yeah, yeah. No, I like I said, I've seen. I've gotten up to the third season of it and I I know how it ends. I've seen like the last, I've seen other episodes, just not all of them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen the last episode. Me too. And I think it was a terrible ending. I thought, I, you know, yeah. I just felt like they had no idea what to do and they were panicking about pissing anybody off Yeah. or just one set of people off or another set of people off. I don't know. So they're just like, we'll just piss everybody off. <laughs> That's true. Turn out the lights. See, Tim would love this. Game of Thrones is on this Writers Guild list, uh-huh. but it's number forty. <laughs> yeah, well, that's come. That's abs- I'm sorry. That's yeah. absurd. Game you think Thrones, so? Game of Thrones might be. I, I'll, I'll say it right now. Game of Thrones is probably my all time 
favorite show. If anyone tells me like what's one show to uh-huh. watch, I tell them I always tell them Game of Thrones. I'm like, go go invest in Game of Thrones. It is. It's it's phenomenal. It really it's, is. That's why it that's why it it's so sad that the last season I felt was really bad. I felt like they ruined the whole thing because I think if they got it right, and I don't think it would have been that hard to get right. Not that I'm a you know I'm I probably don't know what I'm talking about at all, but yeah. it's um it could have been the greatest thing ever made. It could have, I agree it could have been. It, 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 we like, all know the problems with the last season, but I still mm-hmm. feel like that's how good it is. Even with the last season, it's still to me my favorite greatest TV show ever made. Yeah, no, I, it is great until the last season. Yeah. It's like perfect. Yeah, I'll take you back to the 90s too. Another uh-huh. show I'm surprised is on this list for greatest written. Buffy the Vampire Slayer with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, I never watched it. That was a fa- yeah. that and the spinoff Angel. Uh huh. Angel might even be better than Buffy. Really? Angel is a fan. Another fantastic show. Yeah, I never, I never seen the probably about, single episode, but I've seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie. Oh, I've, yeah, I've never seen the movie. I've only That's seen the good. show. I grew up loving Sarah Michelle Gellar. Um, another okay. We'll we'll start winding this down. Um, South Park. Yeah, no, that's oh, brilliant. That's, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. that's an all-time. Yeah, no, great, those guys show. are so much better. You know, The Simpsons is great. Obviously, Simpsons was on this list. It was top twenty. Of course, of course. But uh, South Park is better at making fun of like current events faster. It's like if something happens in the world, the following oh, week, the, tur- the turnaround is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, following absolutely. week, they have an episode making fun of it, and they're so good. And I'm glad they they just got. You know, they do what they want and they got the guts to do it. And and thank God. Yeah. And thank God that, um, you know, like Comedy Central, you know, has their back so far. You know what I mean? They stuck by them. They've had very few problems. I think they've had a couple, but very few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. No, last. We'll we'll throw another one here. Those guys are really talented. Super. Oh, yeah. Matt Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Shout out, man. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, Frank loves this show. Danny, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Boardwalk Empire. We were talking about that last time. Yeah, yeah. He was telling you, Frank was telling you to watch Boardwalk. Yeah, no, I did. I did watch the first season when that first came out because, you know, my main reason was like, like I mentioned last time, uh, I love Steve Buscemi. Yes. And I felt like, all right, this guy finally got his due. He got it. You know, like if you're doing a show, especially at that time on HBO, mm-hmm. if you had like a series on HBO, that's big time. You know what of I course. mean? You're, there's going to be like awards in your future and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially if the show goes on. So I'm like, yes, good for Steve Buscemi. The guy deserves uh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. He got his big hit show. Yeah. I just didn't, you know, I just, for whatever reason, I just watched the first season and I didn't pick up the next season or right. whatever. Who knows why? But that's another one I intend to go back to for sure. Yeah. I've heard Peaky Blinders is another great show that people have. Frank loves that show. It's not like a new show. It's a little bit newer. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. You know, I've heard it's great. Danny, is there a show that we have not said that jumps out to you that are an all time great show? Uh, I don't, yeah. a lot of people, you know what? A lot of people love The Office. I uh-huh. do not love that. I can't get into it. Yeah. I just see, think it's funny. I, I never watched it, but me. there was like a. I've seen clips of it that I thought were very funny. Okay. I'll say that much about I it. I like Friends. Friends was on this list. I did watch Friends. I grew up watching Friends. I love that show. A little show bit too. here and there, but that, that was a good show. But something okay. like, you know, Seinfeld is like leaps and bounds. Oh, yes. like oh, Seinfeld. Way yeah. That jumps ahead. Better than all those types of shows. Yeah. All right. So I think we've broken down some all-time. We had some people, some great all-time great TV shows to really talk about. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's move There's in. probably a million we're missing, too. Oh, I'm you sure. Know, like, like, there's, like, there's so many I saw yeah. on the list that I'm like, I don't even want to go down that road because yeah. we're going to talk about 50 more shows. Yeah, I'm so, just talking about stuff I've seen. Yeah, you know? if, you, if you guys in the comments have some shows that we haven't said, mm-hmm. you know, throw them out there. Mm-hmm. All right, so for our final topic tonight, we asked you guys to throw us some film recommendations along with the fan questions. Mm-hmm. So uh, one of you guys uh, on Instagram 
by the name of uh, Dexter, Soprano, Lucifer. I guess we know their three favorite shows. Okay. Told us to talk about Knives Out. They wanted to hear about Knives Out, so we decided to watch it uh-huh. over the last week. And we're going to talk about it a little bit. So this was a show we kind of didn't get a chance to talk about on the podcast because there were so many movies coming out at the end of last year. Right, yeah, that I was. didn't even see Knives Out in the theater. I had to check it out. Yeah. Later, because there was, you know, everything last year was 1917 <laughs> and The Irishman. And right, it was like, a, Oscar a, glut, season, you know, a glut of good movies. Yeah, so um, so Saw Knives Out a few months ago. Uh-huh. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. I actually said to myself, wow, I should have saw this in the theater. This is a really terrific, well-made, fun, uh-huh. made-it mystery thriller. Right, right, right. I'd probably give it like an eight, eight and a half. I, I, the cast, look at that cast. Cast is really great. You know, That's the biggest thing. Daniel Craig, Tony Collette, yeah. Don Johnson, yeah. uh, Christopher Plummer. Yes, Christopher Plummer. Every, he, yeah. He's always good. He is always good. I, I just want to hear that guy tell me a story. Right, he's got I'll be voice. like captivated. Mike, Michael Shannon's in this movie too. Yeah, Michael Chris Shannon. Chris Evans. Like, look at this cast. Yeah, I, you know, Chris Evans. I will talk. You yeah. know, but the cast is really good. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie we Lee Curtis. Uh, Tony Collette. Yeah, Tony Collette. Excellent. Uh, who else are we missing? She right? should have a few Oscars by now. Oh, Tony, she should. Oh, Tony Collette. She, she is fantastic. Mm-hmm. She does so many. She did. What was she in? Um, didn't she do a, a movie? Oh, was it, oh, Hereditary, wasn't she? Yes, yes, yes. yes. She should have won she an Oscar. Nominated. Yes. She got, well, she didn't even get nominated. Yeah, I agree with you. Bullshit. She didn't even get nominated. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's go to the talk about the movie itself. Um. Uh-huh. So what did you generally think of it? Overall? I thought it was a really good movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it was good. It's obviously a very. It's well made and everything. Ryan I thought, Johnson had a nice comeback after episode he eight. He needed it. You know, he needed he it. He needed it. Um, Have you seen Knives Out, Danny? No. Oh, excellent. You should definitely check it out. Yeah. Um. I don't think. Uh, it should have got nominated for Oscar. It got nominated for screenplay and the uh, best yeah. picture. I think. Yes, I believe uh, definitely the writing. I'm not screen. I think so. I think it was nominated because they had what like eight or nine nominations. Yeah, ten. Right? Yeah, exactly. So it, it it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like in, in the vein of those old Agatha. Uh, Agatha Christie. Yes. Very those, much. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. Very much Agatha Christie. You know, those who done it said. There's like mystery movies because I, you know, I watched a couple other movies, kind of just or you know, to, got you in the mood. Yeah, it did. It yeah. did. Just, and um, but you know, these are these are the kinds. It's like those type of movies, like the Agatha Christie ones mm-hmm. and the um, you know, the Who Done It, like Clue. Yeah, the movie Clue, uh, the Murder on an Orient, Orient Express, Express, where everybody's all close together. You mentioned the Usual Suspects to me. Yeah, that see, but that's kind that's of who, the, yeah, it's yeah that's what I'm trying to sit, separate the two because right. it's like whodunit movies, but this is kind of like a subgenre of a whodunit movie where it's like those you know close quarters, everybody's all in these scenes together, right? You know, and you're just trying to pick it out. This I didn't see it, but there's one called Gosford Park, which has oh, like an amazing cast. I've heard of that movie. I heard it's great. I have not seen it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, for me, it wasn't, it wasn't better than like the girl with a dragon tattoo. Okay. Uh, you know? Yeah. That's more of an investigation murder. Yeah. 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 It was close. It's still close. Cause it's still like within the family. Yes, absolutely. You know, but I, I felt like the, you know, like the mystery wasn't that strong. Yeah. For people again, I think it was obvious. Like once. You know, are we doing talking spoilers here? Yeah, you know, we could do spoilers. The movie's been out for like five or six months, so okay. we can do spoilers. Um, as soon as he gets in the car and calls her in, I'm like, all right, this is uh, you okay. know, now we know who's behind it or whatever. And he, I thought, was in the, this very strong cast. I felt he yeah. was the weak, 
Link in the whole. Oh, film. you didn't like think Chris Evans was great. Yeah, yeah no. He, he was playing like the arrogant douchey. Yeah, but son, I mean, you know, I, I, I've he's you know like even you compare him to like the Marvel characters. Yeah, he's like no fun. He's not fun. He's not fun. you know like <sighs> Thor. Even Thor's become fun. Yeah, with Ragnarok made it fun. Yeah, you know, yes, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Iron Man is fun. Yeah. Uh, and he's just like Meh, all the time, you know. <laughs> I've heard that that complaint a little bit. Yeah. I understand. I don't think he's like the great, you know, the greatest actor to begin with. But oh, I yeah, do yeah. love it. With going back to Scott Pilgrim, yeah, he's perfect. He, he's good in that. He's yes, you're right. You're movie. right. He is in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, what I like about Knives Out is mm-hmm. the movie is not about who done it. It's about the circumstance around how the person was killed. Because within like, correct me if I'm wrong. I haven't seen the movie in a few months. Don't you find out who killed Christopher Plummer in the first like half hour? No, he gets killed in the first half hour. Well, well, you right. think you think it was her because she thinks she injected right, right, uh, right but then the, he slit his throat. He did slit his throat, thinking also that she injected him right, with so the more. He was trying to cover her ass. Yes, he said, I'm gonna protect yes, you. I want so you to you get find her. that out as right. the movie goes on. Right, so it, it's not about who did it. We know who did it, but it's the mystery is finding out what was going on with the medicine and then the switching of the medicine right. and the, the autopsy report and who was going to be left the money and the family wanted the father's money. Right. Right. And everything. And the, 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 the that's what I love too. the fighting of the family. Yeah. So yeah. Great. No, it's fun. Again, that cast is, is it, it was mostly incredible. perfect. Yeah, one yeah. of the greatest casts assembled in the past, like 10 years for a movie. It's, it's an incredible. Like it's Stanfield, isn't it too? As the partner, mm. Daniel Craig's partner. Let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Some people were very divisive on this. Uh, what do you think of Daniel Craig's southern accent? It kind of takes you out. I, I do like Daniel Craig. I love Daniel Craig. Yeah, yeah. So, but it, it does. It kind of takes you out. And I'll tell you what took me out even yeah. more. Unless you want to elaborate no, more. No, what did you think of his southern? Draw? I did. It didn't. Bo- I took a little getting used to, but it yeah. didn't bother me. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. And yeah. They, in the movie, they say they call him like SV Law and Order uh, KFC Law and Order oh, SVU okay. KFC. That's funny. Colonel Sanders. And I'm like, all right, they're referencing yeah. it. it. So I'll say this: it was weird, but it uh-huh. didn't bother me. Yeah, no, it didn't bother me either. You just know it's like Daniel Craig. You know what he really sounds like, and right. you know and he's, he's, like he's trying. British. He's trying really, really hard. He's, he's, I've eliminated no suspects. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know what? Even took it more out for me. I wish like the co- the cops, the other cops behind them, mm-hmm. they're like they're like goofballs. They're, yeah. they're like the comic relief of the movie. Yeah, they're but like I, bubbling I feel, a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. They're just making jokes and like goofing <laughs> around and stuff. Not to, it didn't seem like they're taking anything seriously. It's and for a movie like this, I would like you know I I you know they can still have there was still fun moments in the movie with that had nothing to do with them. Funny moments between yeah. the other actors and stuff. But I feel like those parts, detectives, you know, investigating the murder mm-hmm. of like this incredibly rich man. Sure. Uh, should be playing it serious. You know, I agree I, with that. It, it was almost that a little too silly out. sometimes. It took me out. I was like, you know, come on. This is a guy's, it's a murder. Right. And, and it's his family. Yeah. It's all around. It's all I don't like know. I just strangers. felt like it, it was too goofy. Uh, the the other problem I had with the film, too, is at the end, they dump a lot on you. There is a full on exposition of like, here's when this happened. Here's when this happened. Yeah. This. And I understand they're explaining it. I have no problem with the movie explaining itself, but they dump a lot on you. And I remember rewinding like a couple seconds at a time, like, oh, let me go back 10 seconds. Let me go back. What did they just say? What just happened? Really? Who did that? Because there's also a lot of names. And yeah, if you don't yeah. learn all their names, yeah, 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 you're yeah. like, wait, so which woman was that? Which son-in-law? Yeah. Which was the younger daughter? The older? Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a lot of names for like a huge cast. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not feeling like they dump a lot on you, but I do think it was on a lot of top 10 lists last year. And I, you know yeah. what? I agree with that. I think it, it wasn't on my top 10 personally, mm-hmm. but it, it was an honorable mention. I thought it was a fantastic film. A nice, a nice comeback for Ryan Johnson. Yeah, no, nah, he, he needed it. You know, I don't, I'm not a fan of his either way. Yeah. But um, I love Looper. Yeah, Looper is pretty Looper, solid. Looper is really good. A little movie. 
Yeah. But yeah. people said the irony was that he put out uh, Knives Out last year to like critical acclaim and like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I did. I saw that. It was 97%. It was 97? I That's said, absurd. Oh, oh, I thought it was like I don't 90. think it's I think yeah, It's not that. If I was going to give it a percentage, I'd give it like an uh, 80 to an 85. Yeah, I agree with that. 85, yeah, 8.5. I agree. Mm-hmm. And they said, so, so they said the irony was that he puts out a movie, gets critical acclaim. Episode nine comes out and gets like middling sixes and sevens. And they're like, oh, look, he got his comeback. He made a better movie than episode nine the, a year, the year later. For his, Maybe. For his own movie. Maybe. If he's, you know, he, I guess it's definitely a possibility. I, I threw up a quick poll today on the Instagram. I'll ask you real quick. Uh-huh. Uh, people talk about Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb. Who do you, who do you trust more for no. reviews? If you want to check a review real quick for a movie, where would you go? Rotten or? Well, I go IMDb? to Rotten because I don't really. The only reason I ever go to IMDb is just to look up like a, like a, someone's filmography, really, or something it's like so that. So comprehensive. Yeah, yeah. The, Danny, what do you like? You like Rotten Tomatoes or you like IMDb? I go to IMDb. I don't usually look up reviews. No. Yeah. You just go for what you heard. Yeah, okay. I, you know, I I hate to admit it, but I, I I just go to Rotten Tomatoes and look at what the score is. Right. Which is totally unfair. Yeah, no, but wait, listen, we all do. Uh, but I'm not gonna go watch these movies regardless. There's, if 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 something's coming out right. that you want, I want to right. see, no Rotten Tomato score is gonna make me keep me from seeing it or right. making me, you know. I agree uh, with that. I, 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 the only time it affects me is if I'm on the fence. If I'm on a fence about a movie and uh-huh. they say it's awful, awful garbage, uh-huh. I'm not gonna go see it. Yeah, yeah. But if I if I don't, but if again it works the other way, like with Aquaman, I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't think this looks any good. This looks yeah. stupid. But the reviews were all great, and I was like, okay, I'll go see it. So reviews for me, I, I trust IMDb a little bit more for you, me personally. I don't know how bad this is of a statement on Aquaman, but I watched Aquaman on a plane with no sound, and I understood every <laughs> bit of it. Hey, it's still a good movie. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You know, and again, I root for DC. Yeah, Tim. Tim saw a Black Panther uh, on a plane, and oh. he said he still liked it. He yeah. enjoyed it. He was like, it's fun. Um, okay, so yeah, overall, enjoyed Knives Out. Fun movie. Definitely one of the better films of last year. Not a uh, masterpiece, but a really well-made, good yeah, film. Yeah, no, but I think, I think I don't know, because there's so many great films, I think it would be far down on the list. Sure, sure. If you had like a top 20, I think it'd definitely be on the 20. Maybe, yeah. yeah. All right, so we'll transition from that. Thank you very much, Dexter Soprano Lucifer on Instagram. The other uh, message we got for a, a film talk recommendation was from, uh, of course, our boy, Views by Quinn. He wanted us to talk about our least favorite Martin Scorsese film and why. And I'm like, okay, I could jump into that a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I'm, I love Scorsese, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but I haven't seen all of his movies. So for me, amongst the smaller group of films I've seen from him, uh, I'm not a fan of Hugo. Okay. I think that's just like, I'm not, it's not a bad movie, uh-huh. but when you compare it to Casino and Goodfellas all and right. Shutter Island and, and Irishman, right. it just it, it falls by the wayside. Yeah. You know, and, and like, I don't think it could compete with it. What's what about you? What's your least favorite Scorsese? It's hard to say, and and I haven't seen all his movies. The guy's made I don't even know, but a ton of movies. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I'll tell you, he's you know I've said this before, but mm-hmm. he's made like some of the greatest movies in like every decade. Yeah, you know, and he's probably right now the greatest living filmmaker. Uh, yeah, I would say in terms of legacy and his body of work. Yeah, it's it's, un, it's unmatched. Yeah, no, he's a he's a legend. But you told me you didn't love Silence. Yeah, but I, you know, it, that is a good movie. It, it's it is it's a good movie. It's long. it's it is long. That's a movie where I was watching it. I was like, this is long. Yeah, no. Sometimes again, if for me, I've always if a movie was really long, but if I was into it, 
it didn't feel long. You know what that I mean? That one felt long to me. Yeah, but it's still a good movie. <laughs> Some movies are intentionally slow. There was one you told me about uh, last week uh, that you said you didn't like. You said to me like, "Oh, what about this movie he did like in the eighties? Oh, like or well, Kundun. I said Kundun, but that yeah. I think that was in the late nineties or even yeah somewhere around there. That's a while ago. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll say something controversial. Sure. I, I don't like Departed as as much as everybody does. Hey, you know what? I will second that. I like The Departed. It's a uh-huh. good movie. I don't love. I don't think that movie's a masterpiece. That's yeah. actually one of Frank's favorite movies. Oh yeah, he's probably flipping out right now. Oh, what do you think of The Departed? It's listen. It's yeah. a good movie. I really like it. I, you but know, I'm also ruined because I know it's a remake, and I saw the remake yeah, yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know where this is going. I know what's going to happen. And I feel like it's also again a little too long. Nah, I, I don't. Yeah, again, nah, I like a long movie. Great cast though. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Mark Wahlberg fan. Yeah, I feel Wahlberg, like the same. He's Baldwin. the same person in every movie. Tough guy. Yeah, right. But um, Leo Nicholson. Yeah, no, no. But yeah, I don't. It's not, really I don't good, know. but it upsets me. I don't know. I always had this weird thing with this movie. This mm-hmm. like love hate relationship and the hate part of it. it. I was more like mad at Hollywood about it, but like Martin Scorsese's, you know, like I said, he's the greatest living filmmaker probably. Mm. If you really had to answer it, who's alive right now? Sure. He's been he I feel like he's been on that level since early on in his career. You know what I mean? This guy should have had like a, a ton of awards by now. And Hollywood finally decided to give him one for The Departed. Yeah, that was when the he's weird made choice. so many other movies that were so much better. And I know they're like different years. Right. But again, you know, the guy made, I think, in my opinion, the best movie of the 80s, mm-hmm. the best movie of the 70s and the best movie of the 90s. Um, taxi Driver, Raging Bull, and Goodfellas. Hey, and, and that shows you the argument of how great he is. Uh, you uh-huh. say you say Goodfellas, I say Casino. Yeah, no, and this... people always go back to back on those two, Goodfellas and Casino. I personally love mm-hmm. Casino more. Yeah, but, but but I wouldn't argue for someone who said they loved Goodfellas. Yeah, no, but you know what? He's he's like a film historian. If you ever watch his interviews or listen to him talk about movies and oh, stuff like he's that, an encyclopedia. This guy, yes, yes, he knows. He's talk about movies. From the very beginning, he's like seen them all. He knows everything about them. And that's what that movie Hugo was about. Right. It was a love letter to like the beginning of motion pictures. While also bringing like new technology to it, the like the flair of new technology. What do you mean? And the way they made it? Yeah, you could tell it was very colorful and CGI. Well, you know what? Did you know what cameras he filmed that on? Was the red? No, he was, filmed that on those cameras that James Cameron made for Avatar. Oh, I didn't know that, that was like one of the first movies. A couple movies after Avatar used those cameras to film their movies mm-hmm. to make them 3D or whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. That was one of them. Oh, okay. All he right. was very impressed with that technology. I guess Scorsese yeah. was. He was taken back by it. Yeah, that's why I feel like the movies, the, the story itself of Hugo is not that great. It's more about mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit more of the visual spectacle, yeah. and I just didn't love the whole. He's movie. made great movies that I haven't even seen, unfortunately. Like um. Oh my goodness! The one with De Niro, where um, they said Joker was kind of based on what was it? Oh, the, 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 the King, King of King, Comedy. Yes, I've not seen that one either. But yes, you know, so Cape Fear was great. Oh, get yeah, Cape Fear! Another plays a crazy person. Yeah, yeah De Niro's, De Niro's great in that. All right. So the next question we had was also um, I didn't. From, we didn't even answer that. Yeah. question. you can't even answer. It's, it's so like hard. impossible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So views by Quinn. Oh, thank you for the question. You got mm-hmm. another question. He asked us, where he asked us, "What's our favorite director and why?" And name their best movie. So I'll tell you this. I'll throw you a curveball. Uh-huh. Everyone says Nolan, and everyone says Tarantino, and everyone says Scorsese. And those oh. probably are my top three directors. Those guys are uh-huh. just genius masters. But I'll have a little fun with you, and I'll throw you a side shot and say one of my favorite directors, if not the favorite, uh-huh. is Matthew Vaughn. 
I know you do like him. That's why I I said to you before, I'm so glad you mentioned Kick-Ass. Because Matthew Vaughn is a guy that not a lot of people know Mm -hmm. off by big name. Uh But if you look at the movies he's done, Mm -hmm. they're all like at least... Very good. He did X Men First Class. He did right? exactly. He did one of my favorite superhero movies, X Men First Class. He did mm. Kick Ass. He did a Layer Cake with Daniel Craig. Right, right. Really solid British gangster movie. Uh huh. And he's done the two last two Kingsman movies, and he's making a third Kingsman movie. Right. This guy makes. I've never seen any of them. Oh, Kingsman's awesome. Yeah, definitely yeah, watch no, it. Everybody loves it. Um, so for anyone out there who's not familiar with the work of Matthew Vaughn, go uh, check his IMDb. Uh-huh. He makes hits, and they're all awesome films. Danny, are you familiar with uh, Matthew Vaughn? I know. Apparently, I know his film Snatch. Oh, oh no, I have not even seen Snatch. And I no, know that's, that's not a, him. He didn't direct that. No, that no? was Guy Ritchie made Snatch. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes, that's Guy Ritchie. Yes, you're right. Okay. But he was like connected. <laughs> Excuse me. Layer cake. Yeah. But those <laughs> guys are connected. Yeah, no, actually, that's a big uh, big thing for him with do, doing Excuse that. Excuse me. Yeah, sorry no, no about problem, that. No problem, no problem. Um, Got yeah, excited so, there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Like, Matthew, I'm telling you, so for people out there, we all know the big names, and of course, I think those other big name guys are superior, but I want to give you one that you didn't expect. Uh-huh. Matthew Vaughn is an awesome, terrific filmmaker who makes uh-huh. great films every couple of years. I think he did a movie called Stardust also, which was a bit of a more of a fantasy movie with yeah, De Niro. Yeah. I have not seen that one, yeah, but again, I've heard it's a solid, good, fun uh-huh. movie. So Matthew Vaughn, giving him a little hype right now. Oh, yeah, he's a producer on Snatch. He was oh, a producer really? on Snatch. Oh, yeah. okay. So there you go. I knew they the came name. from like that guy where he came from that whole thing. Layer Cake and Snatch. It's yes. like the same type of thing. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. Uh, yeah, it's another one. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Mike, I will ask you now. Uh-huh. Give me your favorite director. Maybe you want to give me a, a known name. Maybe you want to give me a smaller name. No, Who's no. someone out there you love and your favorite movie and why? Well, I mean, my favorite director of all time is, is James Cameron. Oh, that's he's, right. Yes, yeah, you're a big Cameron he's, guy. He's the man. He's the man. Okay. Uh, every so... movie he made, it, you know, his movies are bigger than any uh, they've always been bigger they're they're, ten, you know, they're the definition got, of yeah well, after terminator this guy is brilliant if you have you know, he doesn't he knows he came from just making like special effects yeah back in the day he knows how to do everyone's job that's why his movies again they push like hollywood forward like with visual effects and technology and stuff you know what i mean without terminator 2 there would be no jurassic park that's a good point you know what i mean it basically two you know two of his movies ushered in like cg which you know we you know yeah, well, you good, have, good yeah. cg they, they even hold up today i mean you go back to oh terminator 2 is amazing how much that movie that movie's 30 years old it holds yeah up. no that movie is that that's my probably favorite movie i was gonna of say as soon as you said cameron i'm like you're gonna say terminator yeah 2, no right? i mean like i like things about terminator 1 better but terminator 2 like means so much to me i know? agree you know what i mean too. you got the well you got the tattoo also and you know you yeah, yeah, terminator, yeah, yeah, yeah. so absolutely <laughs> yeah and you love terminator is there a second just for fun was there a second cameron movie that you'd say is your second dude I, I think everyone yeah, every one of his movies to me are phenomenal. Right, uh, The Abyss is a great movie. I think with, again, even before Terminator, had amazing uh, computer generated effects mm-hmm. that still hold up today. True, that ILM did. Uh, this was in '89. This was out in the. the I gotta theater. go watch The Abyss. That's a movie I've always wanted to go back. Yeah, watch the watch. director's cut because it explains more. It's like three hours long. So oh, yeah, why not? But um, you know the both the Terminators, Termin- Aliens. I know you love Aliens. Aliens is great. You Cameron. know both those. He's got two two sequels in the argument for like the greatest sequels. sequels That's of a great all time. point. People, Cameron's like the number two. They call him the two because he made two sequels that are considered superior than the originals. He's like the master well, of coming in, yeah, and doing that. But consider the greatest sequels of all time. When when people say that, you know, like it's hard to say. Aliens is superior to Alien. I know a lot of people that do that go both ways. Well, I, no, I'm saying like yeah, it's hard. They're both masterpieces in completely different ways. It's almost hard to even 
compare the two movies. You know what I mean? The first one's like a slasher horror movie, sure. and and Aliens is like a war movie. True, completely different. But uh, great again, great. And this guy has built the clout and the power to do anything do he wants. Anything? He twice he made the highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah. He, true lies this is a movie like that, that no true, one talks about i like true lies this movie's a masterpiece they won't release it anymore because of what it's about that's controversial or whatever oh, okay yeah because yeah terrorist but um dude the movie is is massive on action no one remembers it you know what i mean but if you watch that movie the the stunts that happen in yeah, james cameron movies the plane and the yeah jet, it's like oh unbelievable it's, it's incredible that movie came out in 94 and it was the third highest grossing movie of the year, an R-rated big action movie. It was the third, really? Only behind Jurassic Park and Forrest, uh, not Jurassic Park, excuse me, Forrest Gump and um, Lion King. Really? Yep. I not, did not know 1994. that. 1994. Wow. And then, you know, he goes, the sad thing for me is Cameron goes, I could talk about this forever. I'll yeah, try to be no, quick. No, but, it's good to it's Cameron, man. Um, That's your boy. You know, he takes forever to make movies, you know, and he made Titanic and Titanic. I don't even like really like really. Well, I mean, I I, I understand what it did. And it's a seminal tentpole film, as we said. I don't love Danny. You like Titanic? Yeah, really? No, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. I don't love it. It really is. It, I find really. it so drawn out. And yeah, so I worked sappy. at a video store when it came when it came out on VHS. Double VHS. Did, yeah, double tape, and we did like a midnight sale of it. We were giving pizza out to customers and stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh man, but no, dude, that movie. First of all, it's like the last of like the grand epic movies, like in the vein of like you know, not Gone with the Wind, Ben Hur, sure. like these old classic. Big Hollywood productions. Yeah, Casablanca. That's the last oh, one right there. I agree. With he you. did great. It's amazing. Again, if you watch the behind the scenes footage of that movie, it's amazing that no one died while making it. Oh, because the whole, oh, yeah, it was all the war yeah. and all the stunt. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. That's and, amazing. you know, and then he, and that became the biggest movie ever that nothing even came close to. I know. It until was, it was, recently. Yeah. There was talk. Until Star else. Wars, that when they re released that hack job. <laughs> but, yeah. No, I get you. It's, and then he made after that he made Avatar another like decade later. He does like a movie That's a decade now. It takes so long. Yeah, like, man, it's it, it upsets me. Like, Avatar was two thousand nine. This guy's for two. But this guy's brilliant. Like again, if you watch interviews with him, this guy he really is like I think he's a genius. I think he is a genius. This guy's is like genius. diving down in like submersibles that he helped create to like the Mariana Trench in yeah. the bottom of the ocean and stuff like that. You know, he has a passion for like all that stuff. And you see it comes across in his movies like the ocean. Yeah, He has a pe- big passion for the ocean. Oh, You're going to see that in Avatar, too, because they're setting it like in their the oceans ocean or whatever. Yeah. And Avatar's biggest movie ever made. And it, it's yeah. its worst movie to me. Yeah, to you. Yeah, exactly. I can see why a lot of people Which don't, is don't still, like. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Right, it's just of his right. But uh, dude, the guy. Least original story. Every movie he made is incredible to me. It is. And I wish he would make more. Danny, do you have a director that sticks out in your mind? Anyone particularly different that, you know, maybe not the normal Cameron Tarantino pick? Do you have someone that... You... Well, I think we pointed out to him. Yes. Yeah, no, Kubrick. he's oh, okay. absolutely oh, okay, right. Yeah, another guy. Uh, all no, time. this guy, honestly, yeah. like, you know, Cameron for me is my favorite director for many, the reasons I said it and many more reasons. Yeah. Kubrick is the greatest filmmaker ever made or ever, whoever lived. Would you say ever... Shining, Danny? Is, your, is it Kubrick's best one or would you go with, the, Actually, you know, 2001? Well, I have to do a full metal jacket. Yes, oh, okay. Yeah. That's another. Hey, that's yeah. a great choice. No, this guy was a master. Like he two thousand one. You know he, that well, the, jacket. A lot of people think Star Wars is the most influential movie, science fiction movie, ever made. Two thousand one Space Odyssey is the most influential. It, Without uh, that, there would never be a Star Wars. 
I could. I don't know if Trust I agree me. with that, but I would. I would take that argument. I, I would. I would accept the argument. It's the most I think they're both. I think they're both right there because the first Star Wars did was so seminal. No, it, it was. It was a different thing. But right. without, I'm talking about most influential, right? Science fiction film of all time. It's that movie. It, it, without that movie, Star Wars couldn't have happened. Not at that time. I agree. Okay, I could. I could. I could see that. Also, the music inspired. Oh, that's true. Ninety-nine percent of what you hear in space, or any. Yeah, that like people who don't even know that movie mm. know that like they hear that music and they're like, mm. oh, they know it, and then yeah. you tell them like, oh, that's from yeah. two thousand one. They're like, oh, because yeah. that's how big that music is. Like, yeah. you know, it's just t- timeless, timeless. He was music. so meticulous. Like, if again, if you watch behind the scenes stuff or read about him or whatever, and there's tons of stuff which you can find. Oh, sure. This dude was unbelievably meticulous about every little detail. He was a photo- He started as a photographer. Really? Just a regular photographer or whatever. And he's, oh, that's why he was so obsessed with framing shots. Absolutely. I used to see those documentaries of like him to, like just, just killing himself over these frames. Yeah, no, actors would get pissed at him all the time. Yeah, because they do the same take 50,000 times. Exactly. <laughs> he was known for doing tons and tons of takes. But this guy's, you know, he was he was brilliant. I think the greatest ever. He's one of. I would never argue that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, any uh, questions or comments, Danny? Anything uh, going on? We'll wrap up. All right. So uh, before we wrap up, we'll uh, tell everyone our, you know, shameless plug, you know, come uh, subscribe to us, follow us on YouTube, you know, Mm -hmm. like, comment, subscribe. We're on Instagram, you know, at Movies That Don't Suck with two Ks. If you want to listen to the audio of the podcast, we're on every major platform. We're on Google, we're on Anchor, we're on Spotify, Mm -hmm. you know, Apple, wherever you want to see us. Mike, uh, shout out your your Instagram also for people. I'm just at uh, Mike J. Grassi. Okay, awesome. Come look at cool posters. Yeah, exactly. Cool movie posters. Absolutely. And uh, also, last thing before we wrap up, I also want to congratulate our uh, producer engineer, Danny. Finished his 365-day beat challenge this Aww. week. You know, hats off to him. So if you want to go see him, at Beats by Danny on Instagram. Did it, bro. Awesome job. Just want to throw a little shout-out to you there. And uh, all right, guys. So we'll uh, see you next time. And until then, we're out. Take care. Good night.